two, one. What up? <laughs> we just watched the most horrible movie ever made in life. And like, like the last one, we we watched Laquisha for the last one we did, right? Mm-hmm. And like that one, you were like, I'm just gonna go take a shower. Uh, and you oh can wow! I didn't it. even notice it. Yeah, you, it's uh. <laughs> I did it again. This time I was just like, go ahead. There's, I'm gonna. <laughs> Try to trudge through this the best I can. I did skip some stuff that was unnecessary. It's got a lot of unnecessary fat. There's no reason. This movie is an hour and 41 minutes long. It should be an hour and 20 tops. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to shit. There there are funny comedians in this. Billy Gardell's in it of Mike and Molly. Which one is Billy Gardell? He was the captain, the fat guy with the glasses. Um, Christopher Tadis, I It's not really my cup of tea, but like he's a talented comedian. You can even see in the right. He wrote and directed this. He did the Righteous Gemstones? No, 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 no. Oh. Um, but he did the writing in this. Okay. Um, and you can tell that the writing, like, in this movie, there is, you can tell, like, he has good comedic instincts. It's just done poorly, and the movie's just really bad. Um, so I'm just going to go through it as if you were watching it. I'm going to go in the order, like I did with Loquisha, and just kind of describe it. Watching it, the movie starts out with like a supercut of coverage of retarded people during the credits. Um, it shows that over one million people with disabilities can't find work. Um, it, What's the name of the production company? Combustible. Combustion. Yeah, combustion. Films or something. <laughs> uh, it it shows a you know when Donald Trump did the uh, made fun of retarded people. Some of his yeah. finest work. In my opinion, you know, it's one of the Trump greatest hits. I had never seen him do that. I was like, whoa, when he when when they showed it. Definitely some of his finest work. If you put that on a greatest hits of Donald Trump CD, that would be track. Best fucking president ever. Yeah, we love him here. That's we love Trump. We love Trump. We love Trump. <laughs> yeah, let's get that <laughs> chant going. Watch the Patreon subscribers drop significantly to zero. Um, but yeah, that's during the. Uh, some of the credits, anyway. Then it cuts to a garage where uh, really nice, like, old cars pulling in. Like, it's old, like, uh, Impala or some shit. Yeah. And uh, there's an Everlast song playing, and it's a new Everlast song, like, made for this movie, I think. I don't know who that is. You remember that song that was like, And then you really might know what it's like. Oh, yeah. That's the name of that group. That's him. It's a rapper. Rap. You heard that oh. song? Um, uh, jump up and jump and get down. Jump around. <laughs> you know that song? It was a Mrs. Yeah. Doubtfire. He was in that group. It was called House of Pain. He was one of the members of House of Pain. He was one of the pains. Yeah, but Everlast, I guess, scored the movie. Um, and the 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 carpool in the garage is a meetup, uh, an undercover meetup. Uh, Christopher Titus and his partner are meeting these drug dealers to do a a, a deal. Uh, And so far, like, you know, some of the stuff that happens is pretty funny. I can't really recall, but there's stuff where I'm like, this this might be okay, you know? It was funny to me, like, funny, bad. Like, oh, my God, this is horrible, but not like, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to make it bad, if that makes sense. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, I think it just is bad. Um but yeah, blah, blah, blah. The drug dealer finds out, like, he suspects that Christopher Titus's character is a cop. And uh, to prove he's not a cop, Chris Titus shoots his partner multiple times. It should have killed him. Um, then uh, they still don't believe him. They torch Christopher Titus's really nice car and uh, knock him the fuck out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Knock him the fuck out. Yeah. Then he gets woken up by his captain, played by Billy Gardell of Mike and Molly fame. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just kind of like, uh, you're a shitty cop, blah, blah, blah. Then there's more credits, and there's this stock-ass like acoustic guitar song playing. And you look at me and go, I like this song. <laughs> and I was like, what is this song? And you were like, I don't know. I just like the beat. <laughs> And as I keep listening to him, I'm like, oh, this is just some stock fucking, like, no royalty song that they used for the movie or was made for it or something. Maybe Everlast even played it. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, you, you like that. I did. This is where I find out Chris Titus directed and wrote the movie. 
Um, they go visit uh, the partner that he shot in the hospital, and they argue a little bit. He stuck his finger in his arm wound in his leg. Yeah, yeah, which was funny. The hospital scene's kind of funny. Yeah. Um, and then Titus justifies shooting him, and is like, you know, they made us out. Like, if I didn't shoot him, they would have uh, fucking, you know, killed both of us and blah, 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 and all that. And so far, it's like not the worst movie ever, and it's, you know, kind of funny. Um, this kind of leaves him in a predicament, though, where he needs a new partner. Mm-hmm. And there aren't any more left, according to his Captain Billy Gardell. Um, so, like, he's in a predicament, like, what's he supposed to do? He can't have work without a partner. Right. First thing he does is he goes and gets a new car as a favor from some guy who he helped cover up beating his wife. Yeah. He goes and gets the car there, and he's like, uh, I want that one. And he's like, well, I can't just give you that car. He's like, well, you know, I did kind of help you cover up beating the shit out of your fucking wife, so you owe me a favor. He just testify against you. Yeah, I didn't testify against you, and you're you're not in trouble because of it. And the guy caves. And Christopher Thomas is just a dirty cop. Like, he's a yeah. dirty ass guy. He's like an asshole, too. And, I mean, I think that's the point of it. I'm not going to, you know, shit no, on that. looking asshole. Yeah, he's yeah. Drunk. And uh, I guess, like I said before, Everlast must have scored the movie because he's driving around in this new car with some other Everlast song playing. So all those crazy songs were that person. Yeah, Everlast. Wow. And uh, so he, he parks his car and he runs into the mayor who happens to be his ex-girlfriend who still hates him. Mm-hmm. Uh, they hate each other. She threatens to get rid of all the dirty cops and is like, you know, I'm going to put this bill into place, blah, 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 and your ass is fucking grass. She's on a warpath. Yeah. So she has an idea that where she's previously talked to the captain, Billy Gardell, and uh, he goes to meet the captain and is handed a new assignment where he has to train handicapped citizens that want to be cops because the ACLU filed a suit against them or something. Uh, so, like, he doesn't want to do that. He's like, oh, I don't want to train these fucking mouth-breathing mongoloid retards. I swear, if you think I say retard a lot on this podcast, see this movie. This yeah. movie says the word retarded or retard or mongoloid more than I've ever said in my fucking the life. hour and, what is it, 43 minutes? Hour and 41 minutes. Very painful. You feel every second of that hour and 41 minutes, too. Oh, my God. Um, after the first part. The first part, I was like, I was kind of hopeful for it, though, because it's starting to, you know... Um, Kind of, if there was some funny stuff, then it just drags and it's just like not, it's just very hack bullshit. Um, but there is something funny though, uh, in the movie is the captain says his therapist told him to start collecting like mini figurines, and every time he gets pissed, he throws one against the wall, yeah, and or I at someone or at someone, and like he's pissed at Chris Titus and he throws like a Pinocchio figurine against the wall. Yeah. He's like, You know how hard he's like, I had to break that Pinocchio figurine. Do you know how hard it was to get clothes imported from Pinocchio figurine? And I thought that was a funny little joke, well, that's <laughs> uh, but yeah, um. He just gets mad and throws his little figurines around all the time. So he's on the assignment, and uh, when he well, after he's like given the assignment, for some reason it shows him like joy riding around, drinking and driving in this car, yeah. and he's like skidding and like uh, uh, drifting all over the place. Right, and he drifts into a parking spot on a curb and fucks his car up, yeah. and gets out and like pukes, like projectile vomits all over himself in the uh, over the vomit. And she's like, I don't know why. <laughs> That was necessary. It wasn't. It wasn't at all. Um, then he threw his keys at like the cops that were out there and told them to park it in a way. Yeah. And then he goes back in to the office and he's drinking coffee and pukes again. It's like excessive, mm-hmm. like. Well, he poured more alcohol into the coffee. Yeah, and it's like excessive vomiting. It's just like so much. It's like, all right, we get it. He's hung over. <laughs> it's fucking Jesus Christ. He's a bad cop that drinks. We fucking get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Disgusting. But he comes in and there's like a army of retarded people and disabled people there that he has to interview. And so he's interviewing all of them. And uh, it's like every type of handicapped person there can be. (laughs) Uh, And the interview goes on for like what feels like a fucking eternity. It's seriously like three minutes longer than it should be. So he starts interviewing all all of them. He's like a few midgets, a few retards, a few people with cerebral palsy, uh, stuff like that. 
And there's one guy who's just the most retarded person ever with a stutter, and it's clearly played by a guy with no mental handicap at all. And he's just like, "What do you do? Do you call me retarded? You asshole!" It's like God. Yeah, yeah. And then, like at this point, I'm fucking exhausted, and it's like not even a half hour into the fucking movie. The interview, like I said, goes on for like about three minutes too long. He's supposed to be able to narrow this like army of uh, disabled people down to four people for a unit for him to train. And uh, so he's leaving. He's got three. He's decided on three of them. Uh, We haven't seen the other three yet, but he's he's dead set on three. Supposedly runs into his captain in the hall and. one of them in the hall seems to be a severely autistic gay man named Alvin. <laughs> and uh, he's the fourth. He's like autistic, gay, and bougie in a way. Yeah, and a little bit retarded, too. Like, he um, does that thing that Warren from There's Something About Mary does, where if you touch him, he beats your ass. Yeah. So he does that. He demonstrates that in the hall, and he's like, all right, here's my fourth guy. And uh, at this point, me and you are pretty much ready for the movie to be over. Uh, like I mentioned previously, he wrecked his car uh, while drinking and driving, so he has to go to the domestic abuser guy uh, to get a new one. <laughs> so he gets a new one, pulls up, and it's the first day of the assignment, and we get to see all four of them that he picked now. So here's who we got. We got a midget who's feisty and got a big mouth on her. We got the retarded guy that stutters is one of them that he picked. Mm-hmm. We got a guy with PTSD in a wheelchair who uh, is a conspiracy theorist. And uh, we got Gay Rain Man that I mentioned earlier. And, uh, Super gay. Yeah. And uh, so he br- Christopher Titus brings him into his office and just insists on bullying them and calling them retards and being like, you're never going to be fucking cops at all. Uh, and the stuttering guy says, I may b- 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 be a retard, b- b- but you're an asshole. Uh at this point, I've counted. He's probably said "retard" or "mongoloid" about a million times. Like I said, get asshole out, right? And he gets, you know, he he's like said these words more than I've said on the show, much less my entire life, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, he leaves them alone in his office for a minute to go be like, I don't want to fucking do this shit. They're all retarded. They're not going to be cops. Blah blah blah. He returns back to the office, and they all find the dirty shit he did, like the leverage he has on the domestic abuser guy and all the cars he got for cheap from him, uh, like how he's in with these drug dealers and like yeah. uh, all this other shit. And they have like a file on him that they made in just right, the small amount. Big, big, big ass file. So there's this file now that he that they have on him. It's kind of blackmail. Exposing him as a dirty cop. Yeah, they kind of hold it as leverage over him and show that they're capable of like good police work. So he will train them to be real cops, basically. Mm-hmm. So this uh, goes into their kind of training. Uh, they started a firing range, and uh, all. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember any of this part? Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, it's not super funny, but they're at a firing range and they're they're practicing shooting. Uh, First guy goes up is the guy that stutters a lot. He has no aim. He's like waving. No, no, that's not the first guy. I'm sorry. The first guy is the fucking guy with the PTSD. No, it's the PTSD guy in the wheelchair. Mm -hmm. And um, the PTSD guy shows he's like, he hits all six marks that he's supposed to hit. And he's like, oh, damn, you're actually really good at shooting. Mm -hmm. Uh, The next guy is, or the next person is the midget lady. Yeah. She doesn't hit shit. The firecracker. Yeah, she's the firecracker. She doesn't hit a fucking thing, and he laughs at her and bullies her about it, and she's basically cries. Uh, third guy is the stuttering guy, and he is waving the gun around everywhere and accidentally shoots him in the fucking arm. Yeah. Or the ear. I'm the sorry. Ear. He takes his ear off, and he yeah. wears a Band-Aid on his ear the rest of the movie. <laughs> um, and the fourth one is Gay Rain Man. And Gay Rain Man shoots through it, the head... In the same spot six times directly. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, I hit all six of them. He's like, no, you just hit one and the others didn't hit it. And he's like, right. We'll pull the security footage. And he looks at it and it shows six bullets going in all at once, which I got a laugh out of. It was pretty funny to see that. He has good aim. He does. He has good aim. And he's, he, he's, like, he's always like, he's bougie and he's always like, uh, I know everything. I know everything in the world. I looked this guy up too. He's like a, uh, bit actor in a lot of stuff like tv shows like that he was like in the mentalist and shit like that 
I thought he was actually like that in real life because he has a big knot on the back of his head, which is a good indicator of like most disabled people, you know, big, uh, I don't know, lesion or something on their fucking head. Is that true? No, it's not. (laughs) I've noticed like some retarded people have that though. Um, our mentally challenged people have that. Um, you need that on the back of your head. Why? (laughs) Cause I am. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's funny. Ha ha. Laugh, well, bitch. Well, after the firing range, it goes to a crime scene setup. It's like got these dolls there, and it's showing like a crime means. scene. Yeah, it's dummies, and he's like, this is a crime scene. See if you can solve what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, the girl, like the uh, little midget girl, uh, is like, I don't give a fuck. This is all junkies. I don't give a fuck. Tag them and bag them. They're fucking dead. Let's go do p- real police work. And he's like, that's what it takes to be a cop. <laughs> Which is very telling, and it's bag like... Bag them and bag them, wow. Yeah, because uh, they're junkies. She says if they do heroin... She's so heartless for such a little person. She is. She has what it takes to be a cop, basically. Yeah, she really does. Um, That's my bitch, though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when they're looking at the crime scene set up to the PTSD guy, he's like, I'll tell you what happened. It's like this very specific thing that he's obviously went through and like breaks yeah. down. He's like... This is what happens. This stupid bitch right here set him up. And he's like, we know you did it, Samantha, or whatever. And it's very stupid. Uh, But, um, yeah. Anyway, the crime scene setup scene's over, and they're in a self-defense class with this guy named Nick something. Nick Naha. Nick Naha. And uh, so they're they're training, uh, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they're like, let's get Gay Rain Man up to try out. And Nick Naha is like punching at him, doing all this shit. And he's like, why isn't he fighting back? And they're like, uh, oh, touch him. Because you remember what happens if you touch him, he whoops your fucking ass. Yeah. He, uh, so he does that, like snaps his arm and, and flips him over. And he's like, I'm going to take a doo-doo on you. <laughs> throw him around, throw him into the wall. Like yeah. He basically. Then he shits like on fool. you. Yeah, when he, when he does that to him. you, his signature is he takes a big steamy dump on you. <laughs> um, that becomes his call. Steamy dump. That becomes his quote-unquote calling card, which happens later in the movie. Uh, they go out for a night of drinks to celebrate their uh, training, mm-hmm. and they're sitting there all busting each other's balls or whatever. It cuts away, uh, and uh, Chris Titus is taking a shit in the bathroom, and the stuttering retarded guy is talking to him. He's like, do you think the midget girl would like me? I like her a lot, and blah, blah. He's like, I'm, I'm going to try to hit on her, blah, blah, blah. And he leaves, doesn't wash his hands. And, see that part. and then it cuts to this romantic evening <laughs> where uh, the midget girl. Yeah, they're at somebody's house, one of their houses, um, <laughs> one of their uh, nursing home places they probably live. Um, assisted living. There's assisted living place they probably live because it's very nice for an assisted living mm-hmm. place. It looks like a, a place in Miami, it's honestly. Like candles and ambient. It looks like Tony Montana, like where Tony Montana would have lived in between being like a multi-millionaire coke dealer. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they're there and uh, they're laying in bed. It's implied that they're either just fucked or are about to fuck. They try to fuck. He rolls into the floor. What happens? I looked away, so I missed this. Tell them what happens after he rolls in the floor. Yeah, because this part made me excited. I was like, ooh. Made you excited? Not excited like that. It was just okay. Like, I was just shocked. Well, tell them what happened. Okay, so he rolled on the floor, and he was like face up because of the candles. Saw like the um, shadow in the curtains and it was like a huge 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 boner his dick was so big yeah retarded big. penis like it's a stereotype that retarded people have huge dongers well, so he's got was a fucking, definitely retarded it was big he's got he a huge he's got a huge hammer <laughs> uh turns out it was a dream and christopher titus wakes up in a, a sweat <laughs> like screaming like his worst nightmare and he wakes up and starts puking because of it because oh, i didn't know that was a dream yeah i heard you say that but i didn't know yeah, he wakes up and pukes because of it, because the thought of that makes him disgusted, as it should. He should be disgusted at himself. Yeah, he's a dirty cop, a disgusting, dirty cop. Uh, anyway, cut to uh, the mayor and the captain assign them to an elementary school where they have to speak to kids. And they're all pissed off. Oh, God. Up. This, they're, <laughs> favorite part of the movie. this is the wildest part. This movie takes a really, 
really dark fucking turn, too. This is the craziest part in the movie and what I'll probably comment on the most. Okay, so they're wearing these, like, paper badges and shit they gave them. Uh, and so they go and speak to these kids in an assembly hall, and they're kind of just, you know, showing their talents and talking about what it's like to be cops and blah, blah, blah. And the stuttering guy's like, give me your gun. So he gives them the gun for some reason. Because they go in, like, strapped up heavy inside this school. Because yeah. the joke was, it, like, doesn't show where they're at at first. And Chris Titus is like, we're about to go into one of the most dangerous places ever, and you always want to be armed when you go into a place like that. He closes the hood that had been covering the sign, and it's uh, called Anne Frank Elementary School, <laughs> which is a very tasteful uh, addition to that. Um, so they're in the assembly hall. Stuttering, retarded guy uh, gets a gun. And Gay Rain Man's, like, uh, with him, paired up with him, and he's like, uh, he's going to shoot an apple off Christopher Titus's head. For some reason, Christopher Titus is like, use my gun. We have to do this, apparently. It works better. No, I trust it better. Yeah, and it's also like, you don't have to do this. You're in a fucking school. Right. Like, so they, they do it, and nobody seems to take issue with this. No, and like, like, are you going to shoot a gun? Yeah, and it's like they take no issue with it at all. There's no like trying yeah. to talk anybody down or anything. Just like the okay, is a rep for it. Yeah, and they're just like okay. Well, the kids like it, and the retarded guy said we should do it. So we obviously it's set in stone that we have to do this. <laughs> they set it up. He shoots the apple off his head. Blah blah blah. While they're doing all this, there's a drunk, recently divorced guy out in the parking lot in his car. And his car on the back windshield, it has one of those family stickers. And uh, there's an X marked out on the wife part. So he's clearly, like, recently divorced and going through shit. Uh, and he's preparing to school shoot the school up with a uh, assault, or not an assault rifle, but like a, sni- a rifle with a, a scope on yeah. it. Uh, and... It's just cr- his kids' names. Yeah, he's like screaming his kids' names. He's like, "We're gonna go to Disneyland." He's walking around with a fucking rifle Is it with Mikey a- and Rebecca. Yeah, something, something like that. He's like, "Mikey and Rebecca, we're gonna go to Disneyland." And it's like walking around the school with an assault or an assault rifle, but a fucking rifle, and just you know carrying on drunkenly walking right. through the school like that. And uh, he comes in with it, uh, and the stuttering retarded guy starts shooting at him and missing everywhere and it's like a long drawn out thing where it's like showing where it's missing him. he's like looking around confused he's like where's shoot the-, the midget lady yeah and he tries to shoot like the midget lady's on the ground because he opens the door and it bu- like blows her back yeah. onto the floor and um he's like got it pointed at her and the guy's missing her blah 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 and gay rain man ends up taking him out because he's a dead <laughs> he's a dead aimed shot right. uh or he, he doesn't take him out. He shoots his finger off. He shot that fucking finger off. My finger. But but they try to play it like it's this like I don't know like satire and like they're doing like social commentary on school shootings. That's but it's like really poorly done and not. It doesn't have a message or anything no. really. Like this these whole like circumstances would never happen. There wouldn't be cops there shooting apples off each other's heads. <laughs> Uh, but they take them out, and it like it's like okay. Their uh, badges were like these things made from like construction paper back here. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so it's supposed to be like okay, well they're heroes now. But the captain sees it the way anybody would, kinda, and he's like, "You brought fucking loaded guns in the school and gave them to retarded people, so you're fucking fired, basically." <laughs> so now he's off the fucking force. All the retarded people are like, "Well, what are we gonna do now?" Um. So, yeah, like, uh, they all come to visit him, and Gay Rain Man makes him coffee. And uh, when Christopher Titus is drinking the coffee, he's like, man, that's some damn good coffee. It's like gourmet shit. And uh, this is a crazy part of the movie, too. in the shower at this point. Yeah. Gay Rain Man quotes Pulp Fiction. There's a part in the movie Pulp Fiction where uh, Samuel L. Jackson and John Travolta, they accidentally shoot a guy in the back of the car, and they had, they had this guy called The Fixer. Uh, or he's a fixer. I forgot the fuck. It's like one of my favorite movies. I can't remember what they fucking call him. But uh, it's Harvey Cattell, and he fixes shit like this to where it like cover it up, make sure it looks like it never happened. Uh, and in that movie, um, Quentin Tarantino's character, they're at his house to take care of all this and, and wash the car, clean up, and everything. And uh, Quentin Tarantino makes them coffee. He hands it to him. He's like, "Man, this is some damn good coffee." 
And Quentin Carantino is like pissed off they're there. So he goes into this fucking spiel about like, I know it's good coffee. I buy it. He's like, I, he's like, I know it's good. I buy it. I buy the coffee. So I don't need you to tell me how good my fucking coffee is. He's like, what I don't like is that there's a dead N-word in my garage. He's like, is there a sign in front of my uh, house that says dead N-word storage on it? It's a really controversial scene from the movie because Quentin Tarantino wrote the movie and people accuse him of like using the N-word a lot and writing into his own movies. But that's the quote that they decide to go with for Pulp Fiction of all quotes in the movie. That one where, and, and like, and this one he's just like, uh, I'm more concerned with the gay Negro in my garage. And uh, it's just really dumb that they, they did that, <laughs> I thought. Like, damn, he's like, oh, you know, it's, it's from Pulp Fiction. in general. Yeah. And he's just like, that's from Pulp Fiction. That's a great movie, man. He's like, uh, it's one of the best movies of all time. And he's just like, I've seen it one time. And it's like, oh, he's autistic, so he can memorize all the fucking shit from it. Blah, blah, blah. I like Loquisha better. Yeah, I did too. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to actually get at. Uh, th- at this point, I'm exhausted with this fucking movie. You're going in the shower. <laughs> I'm kind of like, I'm just going to skip through it. Basically, what happens, Chris Titus gets kidnapped by the drug dealer from the beginning of the movie. And the retarded people assemble to track them down. And they find them, and uh, at one point, the uh, gay Raymond shits on them. The end. End of that movie. Uh, <laughs> that's really. I've went over everything that uh, is worth mentioning about it. It's yeah. very much drags after that part, and uh, it's just not. I, I I couldn't even make myself take notes on it because there was nothing to write down. It felt like we were in the Twilight Zone. Watching this movie, this Twilight Zone, I felt like I was losing brain cells. I felt like a retard. I just didn't feel, I don't know, it just made me feel crazy, to be honest. Like, I don't know what movie we watched before that made me feel like that. I want to say I said that about Loquisha, but I don't think I felt this way. This was just pretty bad. Well, Loquisha had shit that was at least like, this is so bad it's fucking entertaining all the way through it. This one just was like, man, why are we even doing this? And it's because we promised we would. Yes, it was requested, and we keep our word. And this movie is so fucking bad, though. You can skip it. Um, (laughs) I couldn't even imagine actually... You know, I said to watch it. It's on Amazon Prime, and I said you should watch it to supplement it. Um, You don't really have to. You don't. Because I couldn't imagine watching it for any other reason than we did. Yeah. Like, actually, by your own For will, watching it. purposes. Yeah. So, we did that, and I gotta say, this is a fucking terrible movie. This is just one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Actually, I'll tell you, the worst movie I've ever seen is a movie called Sly's starring Chance the Rapper. That movie. was in a movie? Yeah, and it's fucking terrible. It is actually no shit the worst movie I've ever seen. And A24 put it out, that studio that puts out typically good shit, but they've been... retarded, but no, I know what movie it was now. It was another A24 movie about those people in London, the dancers. That movie made me feel retarded. Oh, Climax? Yes, that was horrible. Yeah, I mean, it's not a feel-good movie at all. I kind of liked it, just because it did that... Like That was its purpose, to make you feel like grimy and shitty. Um, It's better than this movie, for sure. No. You don't think so? You think this movie's better than Climax? You heard it here first, guys. No, I don't think either one of them are good. Yeah. But, yeah. You can skip this one for sure. If we're giving five out of five stars, I give it one. I give it half of one. <laughs> but, yeah, we can we can, we can can go on from this, you know. Uh, Nobody th- should watch that unless you're drunk and high. And, I don't know, maybe you just want to laugh at dumb shit. But it's just... It's not worth your energy, your brain cells, your time. Nothing. Yeah, and I don't want to shit on Chris Tottis or Billy Gardell. There are worse comedians than them. They're not bad comics. They're good Chris at what Tottis they do. Was so hot. You think yeah. so? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I'll say this though: like Billy Gardell, Chris Tottis, like both very funny people. Uh-huh. This just this movie's just really bad. I don't know why it got made. And when I googled it too, there's a lot of articles from like sites ran by disabled people and handicapped people and organizations for handicapped people. And it's all said like, you know, like it was in good taste. And I'm like, I mean, I guess if you guys think that, I don't know who am I to fucking say I'm not, you know, handicapped mentally or anything. I don't have any mental handicap or physical handicap. So I guess I can't really comment on that. It didn't seem like it was to me. I agree. Me neither. But, uh, I didn't like it. Um, 
wasn't really funny. It had its moments. I thought the Pinocchio uh, miniature figurine was funny. Uh, but other than that, you can skip this one, baby. Watch something good. Watch Snake Eyes. We watched uh, Brian De Palma's... I like that movie. It's good. Which is, uh, you know, that's interesting because the reason I wanted to watch it is I watched a documentary I've been wanting to see for a while while you were asleep yesterday mm-hmm. called De Palma, and it's about filmmaker Brian De Palma. And it, I, I wish they would do more movies like this with, like, like Francis Ford Coppola or Steve, well, I guess they kind of did with Spielberg with the Spielberg documentary. Or Martin Scorsese would be a good one where what they did was they got Brian De Palma to sit down. He's the only one that talks the whole movie and he goes through his whole career. First movie all the way to his uh, last one at the time. And uh, he doesn't skip any of them. It's really fascinating to hear like his opinion of his work. Cause like he talks about movies he's made that I think some of them are that, that he talks about are great that he's like, yeah, I'm not really proud of that when it didn't turn out good. And it's like, I, I wish more filmmakers would do that. More that, like, I, I, like, I would love to see Paul Thomas Anderson do that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, skip special unit. Watch De Palma. De Palma's on Netflix. If you're into movies at all, just watch that. It's really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I have nothing to add on this one. This is a short one, uh, so it's just kind of to supplement this terrible fucking movie. Yeah, um, it was pretty bad. It sucked. I don't know if we can (laughs) drive it home any further how much this movie is terrible. No. But yeah, we'll move on to some other topics. back after a nice 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 night of sleep and we woke up it's fucking freezing in this motherfucker yeah i would rather fucking freeze to death i'd rather my dick just be sucked up inside of my fucking body just where i can't even fucking have sex or jerk off or piss anymore than it to be as hot as it's been because i had a fucking heat stroke outside of a mcdonald's I didn't really. Oh. <laughs> I nearly did, though. I nearly did. Um, But, yeah, we got some, uh, you know, I know you guys love hearing about Epstein, but. uh Let's talk about how good my legs look. Yeah, let's do that. They probably want to hear that instead. Your legs look great. Any more comment on that? Mm-hmm. I just had to say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we got this crazy Epstein news, and you're like, what's up with my legs real quick? They want to. My legs are awesome. Oh, can we talk about the basketball wise before Epstein? <laughs> <laughs> I can know. Oh, whatever. And you don't know if our listeners actually watch this show. Let we us know broad, if you. Hey, look, look. Broad if, audience. I know some people don't. No, that's for fucking sure. I know some of the people that listen to this do not watch basketball wise. They could be in the same situation as you. They're watching it because their girlfriend watches. They could be, but I know they're not. I mean, I was just saying. There's, there's no way all of them do. What I want to talk about. Well, I mean, there's That's no way. my life. There's no way that all the people want to hear about Epstein either. But if you don't, look in, into this shit. It's fucking crazy. Cameras outside Jeffrey Epstein's jail cell sent to FBI crime, crime lab for analysis. Authorities have sent two cameras that malfunction outside of Jeffrey Epstein's Manhattan jail cell, where he supposedly hanged himself to an FBI crime lab for examination, according to law enforcement sources. And this is being what? reported by the New York Post. What? And every other fucking... Uh, uh, well, I don't know how well, biased... I have to the... your source. Yeah, but yeah, like... We I get it from Perez Hilton. Well, yeah, I heard about it, and I went and looked at it, and I was like, reducer.com... Because I was like, let's talk about this shit. And I was like, I clicked on it. I was like, this is, I don't know if this is, I, I can't just say, this. I had to see if it was just that fucking website, you know. Yeah. But it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, two fucking cameras malfunction outside the cell. What else could fucking happen to make this? It's like <laughs> it's like a cartoon at this point. It's like a Benny Hill cartoon. Uh, all right, which Benny Hill's not, huh? 
the Clintons are responsible. They said the Clintons are also responsible for the lack thereof of any more chicken sandwiches at Popeye's. Yeah, those are both true statements. Mm-hmm. We we Confirmed checked our fucking that. sources on that. God damn it. I'm tired of you fucking questioning me about it. <laughs> what was I saying, though? Yeah, well, well, let me go back before I have to correct myself on another one. I understand Benny Hill's not a cartoon. It slipped out like that. We all make fucking mistakes in the heat of the moment. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm just glad to be done with Special Unit. God, that movie fucking sucks, oh Dick. Guys, God. don't watch it. Don't fucking watch it. Do not watch it. When I go take a shower <clears throat> during time of us watching something, you know it's bad. Yeah. That's that. That's the sign of it being bad, typically. <laughs> but yeah. Um, there was Epstein a... Epstein was kind of hot, though. Hmm? Epstein was kind of hot. You said it. <laughs> Um, here's what I'm gonna do. Oh, did I mention to you that uh, you were that that uh girl comic I was talking about that uh had the blog, the self help blog? Mm-hmm. I scrambled everywhere looking for that you to do an Epstein on it. It has been wiped from the fucking internet. Oh wow, that shit was up when I was talking shit about it. <laughs> I have a theory. I think that she took it down. <laughs> I really do. You don't think that Clint took it down? Somebody came fucking after did. Her, threatened her life. Well, they, don't make me want to fucking vote for the Clintons, and, and, and well, not vote for them. They're not in the election, <laughs> but don't make me like the Clintons all of a sudden. It'd be funny if I was that fucking petty that even after all this Epstein shit and everything they've done, and how much Hillary fucking just sucks as a person, as just a fucking robot that does you know a pander robot, um, all that. But they just wanted to uh, kill this person, and I was like, well, I like them now, even though they fucking <laughs> sacrifice children and drink their blood and shit. Uh, at least they killed her or tried to. Um, but yeah, on Twitter. There was a thing going around I did that uh, people, it was like Twitter TV. I don't know what, who runs this fucking account? What makes this fucking verified? But they, they said name a perfect TV episode and everybody fucking bit, you know, per usual when shit like that happens. Um, so I made some, I made a list of perfect <laughs> TV episodes. Uh, the Sopranos, the Pine Barrens episode. You remember that one? Which episode is that? That's when Christopher and Polly get lost in the woods in the snow. Oh, and yeah. And they eat ketchup. That is a good episode. <laughs> That's my favorite thing when he's eating ketchup. He's like, let me get some. <laughs> I'm fucking starving over here. Weren't they trying to eat the snow, too, for, like, water? Probably. Something like that. I know they were doing a bunch of stupid shit. He was like, I'm going to yeah. eat these berries. He's oh, like, yeah. don't eat them. They're poisonous. Berries. Yeah. I'm going to eat these fucking berries. Uh, the Legend of Tennessee Maltesanti, too. That was another good one. What was that about? What was that? In? What was that one Well, I don't want to spoil it because I nearly spoiled the Pine Barrens episode this time, but I'll tell you when we get off. Okay. I'll, I'll refresh your memory about it. Okay. But um, that's a great one. It's got a lot of good dream sequences in it. Um, the Simpsons Cape Fear episode, That's when, it was like a parody of uh, the movie Cape Fear and Sideshow Bob's trying to kill Bart. <laughs> I like that episode, goddammit. I've seen that one. It's good. It's one of my favorites. I wa- that's one I watch a lot. I don't know, like, it was very stock Simpsons answer, too, but, like, I hadn't, I, like, I went through and watched The Simpsons again as much as I could before my friend changed his uh, password to his cable provider. <laughs> uh, and... There's a lot of good ones, so like I just picked one that stuck out for that. Is really all that is. Like it's a pretty stock one. A lot of people's favorites from like everybody like the very stock answer favorite season, season five. Um, but that is a good season though. Um, but yeah, I mean it's still a good episode, so I picked it. Also, it's not like I have a gun to my head answering these either. So <clears throat> I also picked the Eastbound and Down pilot, which you haven't seen Eastbound and Down. No. Well, the pilot's really good. If the pilot doesn't suck you into that show and make you want to watch it, then nothing will. Um, but, you know, you have Danny McBride and Jody Hill that made the Righteous Gemstones. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the Righteous Gemstones is great, but Eastbound and Down's still yet to be topped as far as how fucking good it is. And the pilot, too, it's one of my favorite things ever. I've, there's no telling how many times I've watched the pilot to that show. 
Uh, I put Dog Bites Man. There's an episode where they do a daytime talk show pilot called Beacon and Eggs. Uh, I'll have to watch that show with you, too. Like, I'm sitting here talking to you. You have no clue what these shows are. No. Here's another one you don't know. Strangers with Candy. Uh, the episode where uh, uh, Stephen Colbert, Mr. Doblet, finds out that she has a special gift and he tries to exploit it. That whole episode's funny. I've watched that one a million times. Here's one you've seen. The Twin Peaks pilot. <laughs> which we're watching Twin Peaks right now. I'm showing you Twin Peaks. What do you think of Twin Peaks? Twin Peaks is like a soap opera with weird music, weird um, actors. Just the whole thing is weird, but weird in a good way. Like, I like it. Yeah, that's the way it's supposed to be. Like, I, it, like, I think the intention was like for it to be like a parody of a soap opera almost. Mm-hmm. I, lo- I love the music. It's really popular. I mentioned it to people at work, and they said that they watched it before. Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. I would have never guessed your co-worker, your lame-ass co-worker would have watched <laughs> the fucking Twin Peaks. Yeah, they asked me how I saw the movie. I said, no, we haven't made it there yet. Damn, they really do know what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have the movie on Criterion. Of course. You told them I hadn't seen the movie? No, I told them I hadn't. Oh, uh, I about to say, I've seen all of it. Most I've seen stuff that I talked to them about that you introduced me to. I'm like, yeah, Nick introduced me to this, and I like it. Trying to introduce me to new things. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, we got with Twin Peaks. We have this season to finish, which isn't very long. We're on the first season. The second season's what's long, because a lot of it trails off and is just weird shit and doesn't have anything to do with the show. In fact, you can probably watch the first eight episodes of the second season, then skip to the very last one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if it's eight. You could probably watch the first like four or five episodes of the second season then skip to the last one. Mm-hmm. But I want to watch all of them this time. Because uh, like when I watched it, I did skip a couple episodes in the second season because it has nothing to do with the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, I want to watch it in full. Um, then we got to watch the movie, mm-hmm. Twin Peaks Fire Walk With Me, directed by David Lynch. <laughs> um, which is, Fire Walk With Me. It's in my top... Five Lynch movies, maybe four, top four. Mulholland Drive, huh? What else did he make? He's made Blue Velvet. I, I'm sure you've never seen his movies. Yeah, probably not. Blue Velvet, Wild at Heart, um, Mulholland Drive, which is a really good one. All of them are good. Well, some of them are. I'm not crazy about the Elephant Man and um, Inland Empire is kind of a drag. It's a three-hour-long movie of just nonsense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he made a movie called Lost Highway. That's really good. Mm-hmm. I'll show. I'll tell you the ones I like, and uh, I, I've made a list before my favorite David Lynch movies in order. So I'll just do that. Okay. Um, but I pretty much almost named them in order just then. Um, let me find them. I got it somewhere. Of course, it's on Letterbox. I don't just carry a list of David Lynch <laughs> movies around. <laughs> You are a movie nerd. This is in the order of like my favorites, from like my favorite to least favorite. Okay. Wild at Heart, Blue Velvet, Mulholland Drive, Lost Highway, Twin Peaks Fire Walk with Me, Eraserhead, The Elephant Man, Dune, The Straight Story, and Inland Empire. The Straight Story is an interest. Uh, it's an interesting one because uh, it's a G-rated Disney movie he made mm-hmm. about an old man that drives a, a like a tractor or a lawnmower across the country. It's not terrible, but it's like this isn't like this doesn't seem like a David Lynch movie to me. Doesn't sound like anything I want to watch. It's good, I like it, but like when you consider David Lynch directed it, and that's one less David Lynch, David Lynch movie, mm-hmm. you're kind of like, ah, oh, fuck! I would have rather had a David Lynch, David Lynch movie than a G-rated Disney movie. Mm-hmm. You know, so oh, you know what? Honestly, fuck that movie. <laughs> that's a waste. We could have had a 1999 David Lynch movie that wasn't a fucking G-rated Disney movie, and he made this bullshit. <laughs> it's based on a true fucking story, and it's not bad. It's just I'd rather have a super weird fucking David Lynch movie. Mm. I'm guessing he's never going to make movies again. He hasn't made any in a while. He hasn't made any since 2001. Or wait, no, I'm wrong about that. I may be wrong. I may be wrong about that. Yeah, he hasn't made any since 2006, my, my apology. Oh. 
I forgot about Inland Empire. Huh? Well, since Akron's way to high school. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't made a movie in that long, and it's with Inland Empire, which, if it wasn't so goddamn long, I'd like it, but it is. I feel like this episode, uh, we let the listeners down on for sure. I don't think they give yeah. a fuck about any, any of this. Do you really think that? That we let, let the listeners down? Yeah. Yeah. Do you really? I do. Maybe the second half. The first half, no, but the second half, yeah. I'm sorry, you guys. Well, fu- well, here's the thing. Nick doesn't want me to give my input on what I want to talk about. Well, yeah, go ahead and talk. Talk. No, because y'all said I want to talk about basketball wives. Well, let's talk, talk about. Honestly, it. let's talk about basketball wives. <laughs> uh, uh, let us know if any of you watch that show, because we could talk about that shit all day. Yeah, but that's why I always say to give us like feedback and let us know like what you want to hear. Because I know, at least for me personally, I'm really into reality shows, and I can talk about this stuff all day long. I watch most of them, so I can give you like a full episode about certain reality shows. But what I like about Basketball Wives is that it's funny because there are all these rich bitches who have so much yeah, so many issues. And there that, really that issues. aren't issues. Yeah, it's just right. these fucking cunts that have no problems and then make their own problems. Right. Every problem these fucking cunts have are made are their own <laughs> making. Um, that's stupid little thing. I think that's why it's fun to talk about on here is because you don't really have to watch it cuz I am pretty in and out of it. Yeah. I don't give a fuck Your about it. Reaction is what's funny to me. Yeah, I don't give a fuck about it, but I'm starting to get familiar with the fucking names. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Evelyn in Malaysia. All they do is yeah. talk shit about people. They shit on this one. Look, they shit on this one girl on there that um, Who's doesn't do any. Her she mom died of yeah, and her mom died of cancer. Right. She had a cancer event for her on the recent episode, and they were shit talking her about it, saying right. that she was like faking because there were photographers yeah, there. Because she had press there, but that's only because she had sponsors for the event. She yeah, it's had, a cancer um, event. Was it Ciroc sponsored the event? And she had. We have Marlboro, Marlboro, and fucking like camels <laughs> sponsored a cancer event. It'd be funny if they did. Well, now I'm starting to see why we talk about it because you guess you don't really have to watch it to yeah, get what we're talking. It's but, just, it's funny, like, because that's, like I said, at least that's why I watch it. I started watching yeah. it in 2009 because of, like, the fashion and the makeup and stuff, and I was just intrigued. We're like, oh, I wonder how these wives of basketball players live, because I used to want to be a basketball wife. Well, I feel like we let you down. Life. Let me Let me say this real quick. I feel like we let you down on this one. Uh, we, we do want to hear you guys t- uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. The whole point of this show is me kind of, like, talking about shit that pisses me off too is why i started um like there's never a shortage of that but i hate i i do it does bother me uh when i do have a shit to talk about and it's a minimum of 30 minutes like i'd like to do an hour uh patreon and an hour uh regular episode but sometimes it just can't happen you know what i mean but um i think that's just a problem with me though i don't think anybody listens has a problem with shorter episodes and I feel like I always have stuff to talk about. It's just in my mind, I don't know if it's something that you guys would want to hear. Usually my stories are like stuff that happened at work or stuff with me and Nick. But then in that case, he's like, nobody wants to hear about our relationship shit. So then I don't talk about that. So I don't know. Well, maybe maybe we should start talking about that and I opening up about I that a little bit more. I like we should because it's I, helpful to people. I think we're at that point. Um... No, the stuff I don't that they don't want to hear talk about is you sucking my dick and shit like that. That is a joke when I say that stuff. Like I don't mean that like in general. I thought you did. No. Oh. That sounds like one of those where I don't want to hear about that anyway because it doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) I I really I am uh, I hate uh, any physical contact. So there. I know. Just like you. Um. Don't like to show me off. You don't like to hold my hand in public. You don't like anyone to know that we're together. I'm just you're a secret. A, you're a liar. <laughs> you're a liar. You're saying that because you you're you're fucking with me right now, and you Duh. know you know you hate pup. You know you hate PDA, and that I clearly <laughs> am not ashamed of you because I post you on fucking social media all the time. Yeah, 
I'm just messing with you. But no, I was never serious when I talked about sucking your dick. It was just me being funny. Okay. Like well, I took it fucking. I took it personal, and I'm fucking pissed about it. And bitches sitting on your face before you met me. Yeah, that that because that story's funny and not something I wanted to happen. That I just kind of went with, and the story is that I went with it, and she nearly suffocated me when she did it. Mm. That's always been the story. Mm. I told it on here before. You have to go back, I guess, and find it. But uh, I guess if y'all want to hear that again, I can tell it sometime. No, you don't have to. Because I don't get to do that, so I don't want to hear about it. I'll, I'll let y'all guys know about that one. Just inbox me. I'll shoot you uh, the story over real quick. We won't tell Dorian about that one. That'll be our little secret. Oh, man. <laughs> I really, really, really um, would like to do more movies, though. Like, shitty ones. I kind of... I do enjoy taking the notes and everything on it. and uh, I think we should do more podcasts. Well, that's where we leave it up to you guys. You know, I want to do it on a, a shitty movie. What's a shitty one? I'll put a vote no, out. I know what we should do because you've never seen a movie. You said you're not interested in it. I think it'll be good for you to review it for the podcast. What? Because I love the movie. What is it? Titanic. Okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. But what if I like it, though? I like James Cameron. I think you will like it. That's part of it. Well, who wants to hear that? It. Hey, there's this movie you guys might have heard of called Titanic. No, Listen to how great it is. It's funny to hear your review on it since you've never seen it. But if I like it, it's not going to be funny. I'm done giving my input. Well, yeah, we're going to do that then. We're going to watch Titanic and we'll, we'll review it. This is a shitty fucking episode. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. I mean, like, this is such fucking dog shit. It is. It's I hope you guys like the first half because this, this fucking sucks right here. It does. Ugh, I guess sometimes they're going to be like that. As Les Claypool said, they can't all be zingers. <laughs> I'm really not proud of this one, but I'm going to put it out. Fuck. You're not proud of it. No, it sucks. This sucks. I don't think it sucks. There's parts of it that are good, but whatever. I'm not going to sit here and talk about how much it sucks for the whole time. Y'all, You guys pay fucking money for this and... I let you down uh, again. So uh, I'll tell you what. As a, as a result of that, we will put one uh, out earlier. Uh, me and Peter Davenport are recording next week. There will be some Patreon episodes, too, that are like little bonuses. Me and my friend Peter are going to do something about the service industry. So instead of... I feel like you're more excited about those episodes than you are with me. No, I'm saying I'm going to do that as a result of this bullshit. Oh, because this sucks. This episode sucks, Dick. Okay. You got anything to add? Mm -mm. All right. I love you. <laughs>